welcome back to the sesh we got an incredible show lined up today Pedge tattoos in the house an incredible true story of an individual's journey from uh from start to finish it's gonna be a hell of a show today uh Pedge tattoos everybody how you doing we got Pedge in the house it's gonna be great um Let's uh let's just dive right in, man. Yeah, let's we, do this. We, we got uh yeah. we got we got Pedge tattoos, uh, mob associate. Um, it's gonna be a great former, one. former, former yeah. mob associate. Let's Apologize there, yeah. former yeah. mob associate. Um, when did you come to America? Uh, I came when I was nine months old. That was when the the influx. Everybody was coming from the former Yugoslavia. A lot of Italians, Sicilians were coming in at that time too. Right. Um. So I was nine months old. Uh. And we came to uh, Bushwick, Brooklyn. Hey. So that like Nickabaca Ave area. Yeah. So I was I was on the Linden and Irving, mm-hmm. which is just a block away. But uh, it was basically all the immigrants were there, the hub, you know. Right. And, right. And so '74, uh, uh, we moved to to Ridgewood, which is just like a mile away, you know, half a mile away. So you end up growing up in uh, Bushwick, Brooklyn. Well, and- I my fir- yeah, my, you know, my early childhood like a couple of years I was in, in in Bushwick, Brooklyn. And then and then you moved to Queens. Yeah. It was like borderline, you know, right. like so uh moved to Queens, you know, everybody's trying to better themselves or whatever. We got a Ridgewood. A, yeah, Ridgewood, yeah. And uh Ridgewood became on the map later on in the story I'll tell you, but Ridgewood became on the map. And uh, I was there for a few years, but uh, because of my growing up and my dad being the way he was, an alcoholic and all yeah, that. Yeah, how, how was your, uh, you know, what was your childhood like? Uh, it was fucked up. It was, uh, I'm not going to lie, it wasn't, it wasn't all peaches and fucking candy, you know what I mean? Like, uh, my dad would come home from a three-day binge, beat the shit out of my mom. Every holiday was like fucking tables flipped over That's tough. It, was, it was always like fighting in the house you know, I'd, I'd get smacked around not a yeah. lot of structure man a lot of violence nah, my dad was like fucking didn't even lot pay of, any fucking mind to me a lot, lot of negativity man yeah That's what it a lot like. so my mom finally left him when i was around seven it was it was hard because he'd chase us down and stalk us and he tried to kidnap me a few times you know Whoa. yeah he's a fucking real dick you know Whoa. well but, how, uh, how was the teenage years well, the teenage years, uh, growing up, bef- before like being a teen, like when I had a, my parents got divorced and my mom had to uh, move, we moved to Glendale. Right. And it was completely Italian. It was like no Serbian, Yugoslavian people. You're the only one. Only one. I was getting jumped every day, getting the shit knocked out of me because my name wasn't Marcello or Antonio or fucking right. Alfredo or whatever. Your name wasn't Sal. No, <laughs> no, nah, man. It's like, I mean, Pedge, Pedge is my nickname because right. my real name is Predrag. So, right. like, everybody fucking just, like, you know, really just jumped abused on you for, the fuck yeah. out of me. And I, and I was like, That's a, horrible. I was a quiet kid, That's like, introverted, you know. Um, you know, plus I had high anxiety because my my dad, like I said, used to come by and stalk. Like, came up to me one time, put a gun to me, and was like, "I'm gonna kill you by the end of the day, and I'm gonna kill your mother." Wow. And I fucking pissed myself in school. Everybody laughed at me and whatever. My wow. mom came in. It was it was a rough childhood, yeah. you know. Um, but um, and what that does is that just starts breaking off yeah. receptors in the brain yeah. and connecting to yeah. different ones. And yep. this here is the start. Of of the beast and how you yeah. end up having this yeah, that's what, lifestyle that not a lot of people um can can say that they've had. Yeah. You know, I mean this is these this that is was, the start of it. That was my like my stepping stones, you know, like it, it started my mom 
dating different characters, you know, and uh, the one character she dated, I fucking hated this guy. This guy fucking, he, he was a fucking narcissist, but he was a gangster. Right. He'd come home, put down his fucking, you know, and gun this is on what the you're table. looking at. And this is what I'm looking at, you know? Then he'd get me in the car and drive me around and, like, take me to clubs. Like, fucking Start like, seeing the life. I'm, like, eight, eight years old, you know, nine, ten, and he's leaving me in the fucking car in these bad fucking neighborhoods, but... Nobody comes to the car and says shit. Nobody touch. I'm You're just, seeing the respect that he has, right? And um, he's not given the respect at the right, house, right? In no, front not at all. You. That's the funniest shit. But when you go out with him, right? And you're out in public right, with him, right? You're starting to see, yes, yes. this life. You're yep. starting to, yep. whether you're being told this or not, or whether you know you're ingesting it as. This man is a mobster or something along yeah, those lines. Yeah. You're, you're, you're starting to ingest the life and, and you're did. starting to see it. And I started it. to like like it. Like I I wanted right. to be like him. Like I took I took one of his guns. He had a whole collection of guns in the house. I took one of his guns to fucking school. I was like Whoa. I was like ten years old. <laughs> Open up the book Whoa. bag, show the kids and be like, oh, you know. Yeah. But like I said, I was I was being jumped and you know, whatever. My mom put me in a karate mm-hmm. and uh the day and this came, is your teenager you, you, this is right before i became a teen okay so and, like um, 10 11 12 9 10 and okay. then like I, I fought this kid i beat the shit up and broke his nose and uh nobody, start getting a taste for violence nobody picked on me any fucking more plus right. this guy that was like a, like you know my mom's boyfriend like a father figure but he wasn't uh he would teach me dirty pool like you know he was a black belt in hapkido so he would teach me like Really fucking bad shots that would knock people out, or you know, like break their jaw, whatever, break their nose, go for the fucking throat, you know, yeah. break the knee. So like, I started just doing that kind of shit, and then in the neighborhood in Glendale, I started getting respect from the Italians. They started noticing, right? And not to mention that these guys that I was growing up with, their dads were all somebody. Like you know, they all had those like summer kitchens in the basement. You know the right. deal, like in you know Jersey. Right. So they do all the cooking in the basement, and then they'd send the ladies upstairs, and then all the guys would start talking. We'd be playing in the other room, but in all honesty, we knew what the fuck was going on. Right. It ain't no fucking contract that got a fucking diamond fucking uh, horseshoe pinky ring. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And you, and you could tell the way the attitude is. They come in, they kiss each other on the cheek, and rub us on the head, give us five, ten bucks a piece, go get right. some candy. So, so I, you so you start yeah, emulating yeah. this 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 guy who's coming over to the right. house. Yeah, yeah. I start emulating him. Uh, we started having beef. I was in my teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, he took my mom away from me. Like you know, like I was left alone a lot. Like for days at a clip, he would just like have her sleep. So over. he lived with you. Yeah, he lived in, with Rid- us in Ridgewood, in Glendale, Glendale. in Glendale. Sorry, right. in Glendale. Right, and um, Queens. Know, he was just like I don't know, like. He would show me shit. Like, he took me to the pizzeria that Carmine Galante was mm. always there. It's like a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I've met him when I was younger. I didn't know who the fuck he was, that he was the, the Don of fucking heroin. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. And I started seeing these people, and I started wanting to be like these people. And he was taking my moms away. The and, love and the respect that other men gave other right, men. Right, right. And I don't have no brothers, no sisters. I was the black sheep of the family. Right. Because I just didn't want to do what everybody else wanted me to do. Oh, You didn't follow the niche. No, at the, all. The, at the all. European niche. Right. Coming over here. Right. Nose down, head right. down, hard worker, day in, day out. None of that you know. bullshit. You know, I didn't. Yeah, no I, days off, 24 no. hours I tried to do a, a paper route when I was younger. I was just like, 
I, w- I wasn't even delivering the paper. I was just going around and collecting the money saying, hey, I'm sorry, it was raining or whatever. Right. You know, I was being a dick, you know, yeah. like, and I saw that I could get away with being a dick. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And it starts working. To all, to all those people that keep calling me a dick, you know what I am. I'm a dick. <laughs> you know, I don't give a shit. You know, I didn't get here for being a nice fucking We guy. are who we are, you know. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> I have to, I mean, now I have to be a dick when I have to be a dick, but. Right. I it's a to, different now because. Dude, I'm 53 you, now. It's like. You're up there. You look yeah, good, though. You thank look, you. You look thank good you. for 53. Exactly. I tell you that. You look good. I'm trying, man. I look better. The, <laughs> but, for someone to go through as much stress yo, as he went through in in a lifetime, dude, you know, I've got the, so, so much anxiety because of that. Shit. The amount of stress, though, you know, it's you, you look good, man. You yeah. don't have too many. But wrinkles. my teens, you know, to get to the question about my teens, uh, once my mom wasn't around a lot, that's why I started fucking pushing the, you know, pushing that bar. Like, what could I do? When so, did you When did you start to drink the Kool Aid? Do you think uh, you, th- you think that you and the, and the friend? You and your buddy start drinking it around uh, 16, 17? Yeah, yeah, around that time. Um, kind of like the time where most kids start to think that they're an adult or yeah. they're, they're older now, you know? Nah, because- I was, yeah, like I like I said, I was, first thing I did when I pushed the bar was I, I'd walk by people's house and see bikes. I would just jump on the bike and take it. So when I saw I can get away with that, that that fucking rush. Oh yeah. So that was it for me, you know. Yeah. And then then I saw like I the changed rush. instead of me going to uh, junior high school in Glendale, I, I went and I put my address that I lived at my uncle's house so I can go to Ridgewood. I wanted to go back to Ridgewood. Why? Because most of my people, you know, Serbian people, you know, Romanian people were there, and it was the guys that I originally grew up with, you know, up until seven, eight years old. So. Right. I jumped back into that. I pushed myself into that fucking shit because I knew that's where the dirt was. Ridgewood was the hotbed. You know, right. Nickabock Ave was all the Italian cafes, mobsters. I was trying to, like, niche myself in there. I wasn't no ass kiss. Right. You know, like, a lot of these guys were kissing everybody's ass, do, driving them around, doing whatever, just to be around these people. I didn't do that. I had a, I had a, a not, uh, like, a really crazy personality. I was funny. I was outgoing. So, But you didn't put up with no shit. No, man. That, that's the only thing that really opened the, the door for me. A lot of guys saw that I didn't take shit, so they tagged me along. They knew that I was the first one to jump. First, because I ain't got no brothers, no sisters. Yep. I give up my life for my friends. Yep. And they knew that. I was tight-lipped about shit. You know, they came to me and like, hey, this guy did this and this. You don't say nothing. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And I was there. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't... That wasn't me, man. You know, that wasn't me to talk. You know, but You're if more I, of an action guy, right? But yeah, no talking. Nah, man. Like if you look at my, because you do a lot of talking, and you got to do a lot of backing up. My, my hands are fucking so scarred up from from. You know, we didn't have you didn't wear gloves to beat somebody up. You just fucking popped them. You know, yeah. so my knuckles are all fucked up. You know, I've got scars got on my elbows in the hands from swinging oh, dude, hammers. I, dude, I've I've <laughs> got like four surgeries on my left elbow just because of all the wow. all the fucking fighting and shit that I did from you know young age. Yeah. You know, but um. Yeah, uh, the Kool-Aid just happened, man. Started hanging out in the cafes. I was slinging, you know, I was, I was selling a little, a little weed here and there, a little Coke, you know. I got, I got pinched for that, but, um, you know, I got lucky. I, I was one of those guys, like, just at the right time, at the right place. Um, sometimes it was the wrong time at the wrong place. <laughs> but I'm going to be honest with you, uh, it opened a lot of doors for me. And that's where I was associated with. Who did a lot you? Of, uh, who did you end up associating with? Uh, a lot of Gambinos, a lot of uh, the Gambino Banin- crime ba- Bananos, yeah, a yeah. lot of them. And Ridgewood, that was what was up. There was a bunch of Columbos too, but not as much. 
It was mostly ba- Gambino. Ba- Gambinos were the ones, um, and uh, Bananos. So as we were coming up, there was a couple of different cliques. One was the Giannini crew, mm-hmm. and they run. They ran Fresh Pond Road. You know, like I mean, like they ran everything. They were just like. Uh, hired guns, man. They would do whatever wow. the fuck. ATM robberies. They robbed the same bank twice in a month. You wow. know, they they had like uh, four of the guys had like five murders apiece on them. They had five bodies. You know, they all ended up fucking ratting. You know, half of them were living in Boca. You know, so but uh, shout outs to Boca. Yeah. So I mean, I you know I'm not gonna touch that rat thing because right, right. You right. know, I've got a few guys that I know that had to rat because they got ratted on, but uh. You know, that life uh, was just so intriguing, man. Yeah. At the same time as I was... It's the adrenaline. Listen, as I was drinking the Kool-Aid, I was very entrepreneurial. So, like, I would just dabble in everything. You know, like, I was good in the Serbian community. I was good in the Italian community, uh, Polish community. And I started doing window tinting. I started doing window etching. You know, uh, I would install car radios. My, My block was like 10 cars deep, double park, waiting for me to like window tint or whatever. I just never stood at one thing. My, my main thing was I love the hustle, that adrenaline, like you said. Right, you yeah, know? I mean, do you ever feel like at a point in time while you were doing all of this, this running around and, 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 and getting involved in the, in the Giannini crew? And, well, and I wasn't involved the- with the Giannini crew. I did some business with them. They kind of like a few of the guys didn't really like me, right? You know, because you're not you're not 100. I'm, I'm not I'm not well I'm not Italian number one, right? And, uh, number two, they just they just you know they had life by the balls, you know, um, and then when fucking life turned, yeah, they all turned on each other, and That's I mean crazy. they were like all fucking pinning. Oh, he was the one that fucking pulled the trigger. He was you know. So wow. that when that shit was going on, I was like 90s man because they had their reign for a good like eight years, you know. Right. But that that's already like, you know, I'm already like in my fucking late late teens, early twenties. But I met a few, I met a few people. Um, uh, I give a shout out, Frankie Fertolino. I, I met him. Uh, we ended up becoming pretty tight. Uh, but that guy was fucking. You ever, uh, you know, in all your ventures and, uh-huh. and, and and all the things you're doing, have you ever felt like there was the time, the, the famous words of you ever? Did you ever feel as though you were gonna get whacked? Like oh, you ever feel times. like you were in a several position? Times. Several times. Uh, what's what's just give us like give us one whole story when you felt as though this this may be it. You know, this might. Well, this, I I can't really specifically give you one story because it's just that happens. You know, that's where I started seeing the life was different. Uh, it wasn't about, like, the way they say La, La, La Cosa Nostra, you know. Mm-hmm. It was this thing of ours or whatever. We were involved. You know, I was the outsider, number one. And number two, dude, you get whacked over fucking looking at some guy's girlfriend the wrong fucking way. There was no sit-downs. There was no fuck. They just come and put a fucking gun behind your head and fucking whack you. And you take, don't even know. Take you out to fucking dinner as you're walking out. Pat, right in the back of the fucking head. Drop you right there. And you know, and you've heard all these stories. Heard and you were hanging out uh, with them. I was, <laughs> I was there, like, you know, over a fucking beef of cards. A right. beef of cards at a card game. And uh, this guy, Frankie, just pulled out the fuck, told the guy, stop shuffling the cards, sh- whatever it was. Something was bothering him about the deck. And he was just like, yo, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to shoot you. And we're sitting <laughs> there like, I just turned my head for a second and he just pop, 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 pop. I turn around, he drops the fucking gun and walks the fuck, him and his three guys walk the fuck out like 
calm as day. That's empathy-less. <laughs> Yo, and then this you know? guy's like doing the Italian accent, like, man, he shot at me in the chest. We all fucking ran out. This guy wow. got in the car, drove himself to the fucking hospital. He lived? Yeah, he lived, wow. man. Fucking, yeah, he lived. That's, ladies and gentlemen, that there, that gentleman there is cut from a cloth that no longer exists. They're yeah, well, not manufacturing that. Was a, he was a pain in the ass anyway. I'm glad he got fucking hit. <laughs> he said, I'm glad he yeah, got he, yo, somebody, But still, to get popped that many times and just walk off and listen, drive yourself. That's, he was a heavy guy. He was a heavy set little short guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, but You still cut from a cloth that no longer exists, man, yeah. to take some shots like that. Well, man. it you is getting, what it is. I mean, like, These days, you say something in a sentence, people get offended. You know? Well, I'm telling you, like when I started different seeing, times when I started seeing that kind of stuff go down, I knew that you know I could get I you know I can get whacked over anything and yeah, give you a story. I was uh, I don't know uh, you know the guy came to my house. This guy Frank, he came to my house. Uh, I was taking care of the social club for for a guy that was locked up. I didn't know what the fuck it was. He just he my mom knew him. Let him in. Two other guys come in. And I'm like, what the fuck, Whoa. you know. And uh, he just goes, all right, opens up my closet, pulls out a fucking tracksuit for me. He goes, hey, put this on. I go to grab my gun. He goes, you ain't going to need that. Whoa. Uh, I was like, Right fuck. there. Right there, like. Sweaty palms. Dude, man. I right was there. flustered. The hearts. Yeah. He, and he goes, he goes to my mom. He goes, don't worry, mom. Everything's going to be okay. Uh, that's you know, I, that's I, exactly I, what you didn't want to hear. And I never kissed my mom goodbye or none. I kissed her on the cheek and I'd be like, I'll be back. I, I didn't think I was coming back. So you didn't, you didn't right. say goodbye. Yeah, so like we just got in the car and you know we're going and this guy's quiet. So what know. did you do? Are you sitting in the front seat now when you get in the car? Did yeah, you? Yeah, I'm sitting in the front seat wow. and you know he's driving and he's like, "You all right?" I'm like, "Yeah." Like I'm like, "Oh, why is he asking me am I all right?" He's gonna. And pop you me. got you got a guy behind you, or two got, guys behind. Two guys behind. Me. Two guys behind. Yeah. yeah. And we go we go to the social club. He goes, "Open it up," and we get inside. And he pulls the gate down, and I'm just like, "What?" So so. So first you get in the car and you're thinking, you I'm know what, classic, pants. classic getting shot in the back from the dick behind me, classic yeah. shot yeah. in the back from Look, the behind. I'm gonna be honest, but with you, you make it to the spot yeah. and now he's like, get out, everybody, but, get out. But I made it to the spot by looking at my fucking my my mirror, like checking my hair constantly, <laughs> like you know, he's like, right. what are you checking your hair for? I'm like, ah, I didn't put no gel in it. You had me just get up and go walk yeah. out the house, yeah. you know, slick had, with the and slick I had that, with the. I had that like fucking mullet with like the perm in the back. Yeah. You know, like typical fucking Guido. You know? <laughs> it is what it is. But we get there, we get in, he pulls the gate down behind him. And I'm like, I'm looking for plastic. You know, like, yeah, yeah. I'm all like, this ain't going right. Right. He just turns around. He goes, hey, take all these video cassettes. Because it was a social club slash video club, you know. Okay. So he goes, take all these video cassettes. Get them so the like they rented, they rented videos? Yeah. And you're on the, like, a block, like a blockbuster yeah, type but of it was mom like, and pop shop. Yeah, mom and pop shop. But it was... On the side, he had like a little door, and you went in there. There was a poker table in there, pool table. Okay. So yeah. it was like, a, you know, yeah. it was like a half and half, you know? Yeah, yeah. So this guy goes, take all the video cassettes. I'm like, all right, start putting them in garbage bags. And he keeps hovering over me, you know? So, I'm so it's like, making you even more. Even more nervous. They're all hovering over me, right? Why didn't, why aren't you helping me? Right. So, you know, you know, Frankie's like, you all right? I'm like, no, I'm fucking really not all right. I'm going to be honest with you. I go, what's this all about? He goes, well, tell your boy. I was like, all right, what? You know, he goes, tell him I'm taking over. This is going to be my spot. He don't fucking like it. When you go to see him at, you know, in the jail, just tell him I took it over. If he don't like it, he could talk to this one, this one, Fabio, so on and so forth. You know, he started naming all the Giannini guys. Right. And I was just like, all right. He goes, well, what's the matter? Why are you fucking, would you think you're going to get whacked? I was like, nah. 
You fucking come to my house at 8 in the fucking morning, wake me the fuck up. You tell know me I'm, to leave my gun. Yeah. You tell dress me, me. Yeah. You and dress me. It was, dude, that's just one. I mean, I got plenty of other stories, but I don't even want to fucking. Yeah. That's just give me anxiety thinking about yeah, it. You know? no, but that yeah. was just one. And I'm friends with Frankie to this day. Yeah. You know? And um, because it had nothing to do with you. No. Frankie and just Frankie knew never, that you were in charge of yeah. that building. And, and Frankie had and the Frankie, issue with listen, the. Frankie knew I wasn't going to put up a fight. I'm not going to put up a fight for. The guy asked me to run a social club. Uh, I so did you it as ran a, it? I, I, yeah, as a favor. Right. I ran it. All I did was there was a guy already working there. I just made sure it was opened up, locked up, you know. No problems right. going on. Nobody was like breaking into the pool table, whatever. Right. You know, shit like that. But right. other than that, I didn't even want to fucking do that. But this guy, every time he got locked up, he trusted me. He wanted me to right. like run his operations. Right. So 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 now that we're on the social club, we're talking about the social club, right? Yeah. So uh when did you uh have have the bar open? Did you did you do the this? The bar was I started going to a lot of Serbian well, I'm gonna say the truth, Yugoslavian establishments. Yes. All right, because they were they were mixed. Bosnian, Muslim, Montenegrin, Muslim, Serbian, Croatian, Romanian. Yeah. And I was getting a little fucking fed up with uh, they're not being a Serbian place. There never was. It was because we're, we're from the former Yugoslavia. Right. So the war's going on, and it's like I'm fucking pissed, man. Like I got to listen to this shit. You know, I'm 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 getting into scraps with fucking Muslims. You know, because you know, uh, you can see the size of my cross, but it's a seven carat cross, man. It's a bit. The priest at the church goes, "Can I borrow your cross? Because my cross is bigger than his." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I had a big double headed Serbian eagle, and I was just ruffling feathers. Like Albanians didn't like it. You know. Fucking Muslims didn't like it. And I was just, I kind of got out of that Italian mentality because I had an Italian tell me, you're not fucking Italian. Get get rid of your tassel. Get rid of the horns. You're not a fucking guinea, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, that kind of like set me straight, you know? I did a visit back home and I kind of like right. opened up my eyes to what my culture was really about, you know? Right. And then I started banging out, banging into these bars and I was, yo, I was really well known, man. I was known as fucking like a troublemaker. Like, yeah. I'd go into bars and be like, fucking take shots at people. And I mean, you know, shots at people. I'd fucking do what Pull I need to do. Pull a hammer out, start. Uh, dude, for banging. real. Like, if somebody got, like, pissed me the fuck off, I was always roasted. Right. So if somebody pissed me the fuck off and I told them, yo, shut the fuck up. I'd be, bang, that, a warning shot. Like, I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I was really young, dumb, and full of cum, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I thought I was a fucking invincible, right. you know? Uh, I mean, I even, when, when, I was, when I was slinging, I got fucking shot. And that didn't even fucking, like, sober me up and wake me up, you know? Yeah, like, for just, real. Guy shot me in the leg. You think I fucking would sober the fuck? Nah, bro. I just, you just kept going. I just That made me more fucking angry. That's when I started carrying a piece. And then I started carrying two pieces. They started calling me two guns. Because I'd have a throwaway. Mm -hmm. You know, God forbid. Yeah. God forbid. You got rubber bands. You got to throw it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then I had my fucking nine behind me. Lucy. Lucy. You know? So it, it is what it is. Everybody knew I was I was ready to go. And if something was to go pop off... Lucy's coming out. Right. And, and you know, I got mad, like, seeing all of the shit going on and how everybody's making money. And I'm going in there blowing four or $500. And if there's live music, I'm blowing a 1000 1500 because I'm paying the musicians to sing for us in Serbian or whatever. Right. And I just got a little pissed off. I said, you know what? I'm going to be the first motherfucker ever. And I'm in the history books. I opened up Mood Lounge on Fresh Pond Road in an Italian-held fucking neighborhood in the <laughs> middle of Bananos and Gambinos. I got permission. They were like, do it. And I was just like, fuck it. I went and I did it. I put a big-ass 40-meter fucking Serbian flag. And the bar was huge. And I was like, just no. Nobody that's not Serbian or Romanian can come in. I was like, straight up. Like, 
So I had a pissed off a lot of fucking people, but yeah. I don't give a shit. I did it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, I, I've had some really bad scuffles where people came in. Tough, huh? You got the bouncer at the door trying to split up nationalities. He don't know because I was, I wasn't really hiring my peoples to, you know, because yeah, our people know. Like you can see by the size of someone's head where they're from. <laughs> like I'm not lying to you. Like I got the big Bosnian head, man. Yeah, you know, I'm yeah. Bosnian Serb. So like most Serbians look a certain way. Most Albanians look a certain fucking way. You can spot them. Yeah. So I have to go to the fucking front and be like, you just let fucking five Albanians in. He's like, oh, I, I, I didn't know they were speaking Serbian. I'm like, dude, look at the size of them ears. They're like fucking satellites, man. You can pick up fucking Radio <laughs> Tirana. Like, oh, you know, so it is what yeah. it is, you know. Then I hired one of my guys. He was a famous boxer that came from Serbia. Uh, shout out to Jovan Pudar. You know, he's living back in, in uh, Serbia now. And he was, he was running my door, big dude, used to fight out of Gleason's gym. And um, he knew who to let in and who not to let in. And I was, you know, it, that was, it, it was still, you know, at a point where there was beef at the door. Like, people wanted to come in. And I would go and tell them, look, you want to come in? I open up the fucking drapes and I'd be like, look what's inside. 300 people in a, in a space of 175 max. Right. And they're all fucking, like, Serbian. They're all fucking drunk. They're all angry. There's a fucking war. You know, like, just happened. All these, like, immigrants started coming in, and they just, like, all be, all of a sudden, they're not Yugoslavian no more. They're Serbian, you know? And they just fucking hate everybody, you know? <laughs> so I was just like, you want to come in? I, I, you can come in, but I don't guarantee you're going to fucking walk out. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I was like, if, why don't you just go to Astoria where all the fucking Muslim bars are or, or what? You don't see me going to those bars anymore. You know, once right. I opened up my joint, I opened up my joint. The reason I opened up my joint was I got tired of the bullshit. I wanted to make that fucking money. And let me tell you something. I shut down a lot of motherfuckers that had little little social clubs and bars. And, you know, they had music and whatever. They could have any music they want. I brought music straight from Serbia. I paid five grand airplane tickets, had them stay at my house. Wow. Yo, I, I pissed a up. lot of motherfuckers off. I, had, I got pictures with them. Big name stars. Yeah. I had, like, movie stars from Serbia. Come to see my establishment. Oh, I'm in New York, whatever, just on vacation. Wow. Walk in the door and I'm like, oh shit, that's that's Sergei Trefunovich, you know, wow. like and I'll be like, yo, I walked up to him and I'm like, hey man, can we take a picture of this and that? You know, and it's really odd to fucking a neighborhood bar to have like these, you know, big name people come in. Like right. none of these little fucking social fucking dives or whatever had any of these big name people. No, right. they had regular singers that sing in every fucking bar right. from Jersey to Connecticut. On Fresh Pond Road, they didn't have Frank Sinatra in there. Yeah, I did. They didn't have yeah, Dean, I had the, I had Dean Martin in there. I had the Serbian Frank Sinatra. Right, you know? right, right, right. No, so, that's what I'm know, saying. Yeah, that's, so yeah. it is what it is. Look, I did what I had to do. Um, but it was also, that's where the connections were. A lot of, yeah. a lot of Italians would come to my place. I had a little lounge area inside the bar, you know, and they would sit in the lounge area and rope it off for them. They do, they drink their cognacs, you know, whatever mm -hmm. top shelf stuff. And they talk business, you know, they wanted a different atmosphere and they, they got along. A lot of the guys got along with the Yugoslavian Serbian community. A lot of the guys, a lot of the Serbs were, you know, doing shit, doing numbers, doing this, doing right. that, doing rackets, you know, they were right. doing it. So these kids would come, you know, teens, whatever the fuck, in their 20s, and they, they'd sit there and they'd do their talking, and I met a lot more people, but a lot of people knew me, so they would, let's go to Pedge's place, you know? Right, right. And I didn't say shit. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, you can come, you know? Um, and, That's wild. And then, yeah, it, it, it is wild, but there's, there's stories in that bar that I, I'm going to tell you, man, like, I got stabbed in the arm, man. That's why I got this, I got this tattoo right here. I got stabbed with a Corona bottle. This guy broke the bottle and just jigged me. 
Whoa. Stupid, stupid story, but uh, I fucked the I fucked the hell out of him up. I I pistol whipped that motherfucker, <laughs> drove, drove, dragged him outside. You got uh, uh you you got some you I, got some more mob stories. You get you want to touch on, you want to touch on getting yeah, involved and doing some. Uh, uh, I, I have to tread I have to tread lightly. Of with course, that, you know? of course. I mean, I took I've took drives. You know, yeah. uh, there was beatings. You know that needed to be handed out. It was just no questions. Like if. Let's some say, collections here, some collections there. Yeah, and it, it was like, just take a ride. I'd be like, all right, you know, I didn't ask questions, and it'd just be like, uh, you know, they used to me to nod like this, and I'd be like, fucking just sucker punch the guy in the back of the head, man. He goes down and just start fucking kicking him, you know? Never uh, fall. Then, then Never it was fall. times where, like, this is this is odd as fuck. Uh, being in Ridgewood, the uh, the zip code was 11385. So the Giannini's and all these other cliques that were from Ridgewood that were running around wreaking havoc in the neighborhood, they would wreak havoc in other neighborhoods, Manhattan, fucking the Bronx, right. uh, Long Island, all these clubs. So one time we were in this club in the city, and the second floor had pool tables. And um, I see Frankie come in with Fob and all these other guys. Some of them said hi to me, some... They, you know, they, they just didn't like me. Whether whether they were jealous, I don't fucking know. Right. But a lot of people you find out are jealous because you're funny, you're outgoing, you're fucking grinding more than they are. You hit you know? hard. Yeah, and it's just, uh, they just don't like you. So if, you, if they can make three guys hate you, they'll do it. So Frankie tells me, you know, they're going upstairs. But he kind of gave me like the wink. And I like, Frankie's a character. I was like, <laughs> all right, you know, he gave me the wink. He went upstairs. And, uh. You know, I'm waiting for them to call me to play, you know, to, to play pool upstairs. Well, we're all downstairs, like in the club area. We're hanging out. We're doing our thing. This whole fucking place is encased in, you know, plate glass, you know? Uh, tinted on the first floor, tinted on the second. So, you know, they call my name. I get to go upstairs. And I just see them hovering, you know? Like, I think it was a hit. They were going to fucking hit somebody. Or they just wanted to fucking, like, make a name for themselves. Uh, they jumped. And they pool balls are flying, plate glass windows are breaking, pool stick. I see Frankie with the pool stick cracking this guy. Wow. Fucking straight in the fucking skull, you know. Would you just get up there? You just got, just got the fuck up there. Like, not even two <laughs> fucking minutes. We were racking the balls. We're like, bop, 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 You know, like, wow. it went nuts. And, you know, Frankie's just like, get the fuck out of here. Time to go. Yeah, time to go. And I'm like, I just got in, you know. And then, so I told my guys, let's get the fuck out, you know. And, um. You know, we leave, and then we decide to go to another fucking joint, like, a week later. And the minute we get to the door and they check our IDs, they see 11385, and they're like, no, you're not, you, you can't come wow. in. And I'm like, why? They're like, you're from Shut fucking you Ridgewood. You're part of the Ridgewood Boys, because the Giannini's weren't officially called the Giannini crew. They were called the Ridgewood Boys. And they got the name from this guy, uh, Jerry Capesi, that used to write for the Daily News or whatever. He d did all the mob stuff, the lore about John Gotti, and, you know, he had all the inside shit. He gave them the name Giannini Crew because they were working out of a cafe called Giannini Cafe. So that's ah, how they got their name. You and know? they all hung out there. They all fucking hung out there uh, under Baldo. Baldo used to work for fucking uh, Carmen Galante, you know, and when, mm -hmm. when he got assassinated, you know, fucking when they whacked him, they, you know, he was part of that whole thing, you know what I'm saying? So Baldo wow. opened up that fucking cafe and molded these fucking kids and set them on the streets to be like fucking stallions, you know, go out there, fucking, you know, do your shit. But a lot of them were just fucking, I mean, to be in your fucking 20s and fucking, you know, half of the crew to be shooters. Wow. That's nuts, bro. And they, and like, I'm telling you, they, they did a lot of shit that was fucking nuts, man. Like, you know, but like I said, me personally, like, 
I didn't pull away from the Italians. I was never like so fucking up their ass, you know, like, right. but I got respect. And from those people who I got respect, I respected back. You hung out in the Marias and they were like, hey, let's just go take a ride. Yeah. You know, and that's how it starts. You that's know? how it starts. I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I've never had, I, I can't say the pleasure. I've never had the, uh, that uncomfortable feeling of somebody putting something in my hand and saying, you, you got to do this. I've never had that. I did it always with my fucking hands. You know what I'm saying? If we had to jump somebody, we'd jump somebody. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I, I hate to keep getting back on Frankie, but, you know, I, I did a lot of hanging out with Frankie. So whoever he was with, you know, I mean, there's other guys that I was with, you know, right, like right. Uh, in my earlier teenage life when I was DJing, I had this guy, Ralphie Schuler. He got popped. He got popped by Vito, uh, Vito Guzzo, who was an up and coming, like, I think he was going to get his button if he wasn't made. I think he was made. I'm not sure. But he's doing 25 to life. Wow. Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, Ralphie was. You're not ever coming home. You're not. Yeah, Ra home. Ralphie was a good. He was working the pizzeria, but he was hustling on the side. And then one day he gets this diamond pinky ring. He's driving the Benz. You know, he you knew he was up and coming. He was. It's usually how you figure something out. Yeah. Because yeah. pizza guys don't have uh, no, pink no, pink no, diamond no, rings and no. driving BMWs. You know, yeah. I I'm a pizza. I was a pizza guy, so I know. But it was you know? it was heart heartbreaking to me. Like when I heard that. He got whacked because they found him in the fucking car, three shots to the fucking face, to the head. Wow. And he was tied up in there and left at fucking JFK airport. Wow. Yo, stinking in 110 degree oh, heat, man. like for about a week. Uh, Closed casket, man. That's it. Yeah, his mom. Closed cas casket, it's man. When you, I mean, you in the car for that I, long. I started like, from that point on, I started thinking different. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, once that happened, yeah. I had my reputation with the Italians. If I ever had a beef, I used to go to Bobby Glasses. You know, he, he was kind of like a mentor to everybody in the neighborhood. He was a loan shark in the area, you know? And he was one of the main made guys fucking in the uh, in the Gambino crew that, that we used to call out like, orders you know what i'm saying there was three guys john Gotti. i don't forget the other guy and it was bobby glass right so um and you know it is what it is um there's a, a lot of other guys i can mention by name but when did you uh when did you end up moving out to jersey shout um, outs to the garden state yeah that's jersey, where i'm from jersey jersey i was looking to move out to long island you know Passaic county i was but, born in bergen nice, let's go nice <laughs> yeah, yeah. so i i wanted to move out to long island just, just to be close because i had a, a four family building so I, I wanted to be close to like so you had tenants and stuff yeah, yeah. And i i just want you know my mom was living there Pedge tattoos the landlord there you go right yeah. so don't i don't have late rent people oh i never i never did don't i don't have late rent i he's even had coming. one issue where the guy didn't pay me rent for like he's, two months he's and I made coming sure with he the paid. lunch boxes <laughs> to fucking blacken your eye <laughs> <laughs> yeah right i mean once honestly like once i bought that building everybody knew who the fuck i was right so like right. the tenants were all like uh we kind of heard about you and i'm like well i just want my rent on the third the, you could give it to me on the first. I'd appreciate it. But third, you go to fifth. I'm going to start fucking like knocking on your door on a regular. Like yeah, yeah. I'll be just pop, 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 sit in the corner, pop, 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 pop. Yeah. I don't give a yeah. fuck. I, I, you know, I never, I'll tell you honestly, up until I sold the place, I never had one person fuck me over with the rent. I had this Spanish guy. He was trying to fucking fuck me for two months. And I, and I was just like, yo, don't make me call people to come down here. You know, so right. a car pulled up in front of the house. 
And I was just like, yo, you got like a month. You got to move. And he was just like, no, I'm not fucking going anywhere. I'm like, you're fucking moving. Right. I was like, and then he's like, you know who I know in Bushwick? And I'm like, name the guy. And then <laughs> I got that guy to come talk to him and say, yo, Pedro wants you to leave. You're fucking leaving. You're you know? leaving. Yeah. You're leaving. Yeah, you're so, done here. Yeah, you're done. I just wanted to get rid of him because he was just being a dick. Anyway, so, yeah. Um, so I, you get rid of the building? I, I didn't get rid of the building. No, I moved I moved to Jersey. You moved kept to the Jersey. Build, kept the building. Uh, I, I just did like a what's closest 45 minutes, you know, that type of thing. And I just pointed on the map. I found West Milford. I couldn't find anything in West Milford. It looked for about a year or two. Um, the reason I wanted to move, um, I wanted to get out of the neighborhood. I was I was warned like, you know, my son was born and uh, I promised I'd never carry a gun again. So I never carried a gun again, but I was still dabbling you know, I sticking my finger in the pond, you know? Yeah. And uh, I went to the cafe and had my kid with me. It's hard because it's like, that's what you knew. You know what I mean? That's like, all I knew. You didn't know a nine yeah. to five. Well, you, you I, I did have a nine to five. Well, you weren't sitting in a frigging cubicle, you no, know what I mean? No, no, like, no, no, no. I, was, <laughs> I had one of those jobs where you just did four hours worth of work and you could take off after four. Yeah. So I was doing the midnight shift, you know? So it was like, you know, I had to be there till midnight, but I would, I'd fucking sneak out nine o'clock at night. I'd go run my bar. You know, I'd run business. I'd do what I have to fucking do. I always had my finger in something. I was the go-to guy. Right. You know, that's what I was really known You're for. You're moving around, sliding yeah. like grease. You were everywhere. Yeah, like yeah. There, was a, there was a time and place where I lived in Brooklyn for a year and a half, like uh, before I got married. And I, I lived in Brooklyn. And uh, I just wanted to like move out of the neighborhood and touch base. I started hanging out with the Russians. Oh, those are some crazy-ass motherfuckers. I uh, for real, crazy. Bet, then I hung out with the Westies for a bit, um, and I found out uh, that their leader was a Serbian. <laughs> so when I found out this guy Bosco was in charge, it was the guy loved me, you know, because he was like, "Hey, you're one of my guys," you know. And I'm like, "I'm like, how the fuck does a Serbian become head of a fucking Irish gang?" You know. Wow. And um, yeah, man, he was he was running shit. He did some shit for John Gotti. You know, fixed wow. a couple of jury tampering cases and shit, you know. Whoa. So, yeah, like, I I was in every community. I was known. Like, I'm not going to sit here and... I don't want to brag. I really right, don't. Right, Because the haters that are out there are going to fucking... We're just telling it like it is. Yeah, they're going to hate. They're going to probably fucking say whatever they're going to say. I really don't give a shit. The people who do have love for me and vouch for me, they will still vouch for me. Uh, I'm not here to say I was no this, burnt bridges. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Well, there's some bridges I want to fucking burn that I already burned because they're a bunch <laughs> of fucking assholes. You know, <laughs> right. try to have me whacked. Right, dicks. right, right. But anyway, um, I just, you know, I'm me. I'm a character. Yeah. I piss off a lot of people. I come it's off better very, than being pissed on. You know, yeah, for fucking real. I don't. That's <laughs> yeah, one thing. Yeah, I yeah. I got beat up as gr I was growing up. I wasn't about to get beat up no more. Yeah, I got some lumps along the fucking way. But don't think that I didn't comes come back with the looking game, for you. Though. Yo, it comes I, with the game. I got hit with a fucking baseball bat square in my fucking head. Whoa. Went, I mean, I, I got a thick fucking head. I got a big head. This guy hit me. I fucking saw stars for three days. And I thought for sure he was going to come whack me again. And my boy just came up and pop. Fucking shot him straight in the shoulder, bro. Whoa. And I was just like, you know. And I wasn't even the Italians I was hanging out with. That was fucking like Albanians, Serbians, fucking right. Montenegrians. It was just, Why, I, was right. I was fucking everywhere. Uh, I was known in, in the Serbian community in Chicago. I was known in fucking Vegas, uh, you know, um, uh, Jersey, 
Pennsylvania. Almost had a stint in Vegas, right? But then, yeah, but then, almost. But, but we, then we the, can't talk about that. But right. you know, you know, I kind of like I kind of expunge whatever I could expunge out of my fucking past. Right. You know, it is what it is. You know, I did. I done a lot of shit that I can't talk about, and I don't want to talk about. You know, this whole thing was just uh, for shit and giggles. You know, right, right, it's probably gonna sure. be one of my last like anything to do with you know mob. Right, because it's just gonna get fucking played out. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, you can only tell a story. You know, you know? yeah, exactly. You tell so it, many times, tell, yeah. and it's like you know, I'm always mentioning the same people. That's because I get permission from these people. So you moved out to Bloomingdale from Bloomingdale uh, from fucking uh, from Glendale from Glendale. Yeah, what a what a what a definitely change of pace, dude. Right, uh, acre I mean, acre of land, wow. acre of land, uh, colonial house, brand fucking new. Wow, fucking you know, brand new build. Um, had the builder stop, you know, fucking doing anything inside. I had all my boys come. Because you wanted famous. it done right Hedge's way. Yeah, yep. dude. Like, you, I had a kitchen that was 18 by 19 open. Uh, my kitchen cost like 75000 I mean, like, I hooked it the fuck up. It was like my paradise. I had a big backyard. My son didn't know. He was already like four, four and a half. Mm-hmm. He, didn't, he didn't fucking know. Like, he don't remember Queens, you know? Right. So I still had to go collect rent, you know, and I did that. I went to go collect rent. And, uh... Then I stopped collecting rent. And then I had somebody vouch for me in Costello Park, you know. Hey, Patterson, Patterson, New Jersey. So I had somebody vouch for me out there just in case I wanted to do a little something. I didn't step on anybody's fucking toes. If I had to pay tax, I paid tax. You know what I mean? Right. It is what it is. And, you know, um, but the reason why I moved was because Bobby Glasses, God rest his soul, um, he took a liking to me. Mm-hmm. And he told me, he goes, you know, uh, you got a kid now. He goes, you want to go around fucking putting the stroke, you know, the you know, the bassinet down, beating up fucking people? He goes, it looks ridiculous. He goes, you got a chance. Get the fuck out of here. You know, move to, move to Long Island. You know, further yourself away from this shit. Like, he knew what was going on. He knew. He, he was he was trying to beat a, a double murder rap at the time, you know? Wow. And he was he was loan sharking for years. He was uh, he was in everything. You know, machines, joker polkas, everything, you, you know? Right. But he was a... I got to see a different side of him. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I took what he said to heart, you know? And I was trying to move out. But, you know, that life does not let you, you know. Yeah, you can't just you can't uh, just move away and forget about it. You know, like I thought, nothing never happened. Yeah, just because I promised I'd never carry a gun. All right, I never carried a gun. I had a fucking bat in the car. I, I batted <laughs> a few fucking guys in Jersey. Yeah, you know how yeah. stupid they are up there. Yeah, in the oh, North. I know. I'm yeah. one of them. Yeah. yeah. I, no, I, come on. You're not like I that. Done some, I said some dumb shit. I've done some dumb shit. No, you, but know? you know what I'm talking about. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't fit in. I, I moved into a town of fucking 20... 2,200 right. people, right. and I'm walking around in the fucking tracksuit with this fucking 200 grams of gold around my fucking neck, seven carrots. Somebody's going to say something. I don't look good. Somebody said something right away. They were just like, you're not from around here, are you? And I'm like, <laughs> no, we gave it away. They're like, the fucking accent in that gold chain. <laughs> so I started leaving this gold chain home. What gave it away was yours in Bloomingdale. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. and it That's just, what gave it away. And it just, it, it was good for my son. He got to grow up country. Right. Like, he got to see a different life. Something Calm, that I quiet. listen. Something that I didn't fucking. No have. police cars every five minutes. No, no gunshot no, sounds. No, no and my yelling son didn't and screaming. Know. My son didn't know that I was this other, you know, person. Yeah, you know, I never took him the on double trips life. Right, you I were never, just daddy to him. You I was, weren't. I was soccer daddy dad. To I saw the dresser. Yeah, I was. I was like, you know, if there was a beef and like, you know, I jump out of the fucking car. Yo, what's your fucking problem? My son knew that I knew how to take care of myself because I had my son signed up in fucking MMA. Right. And I did I did MMA before MMA was MMA. Right. I, I just like, I did, you know, Shotokan. I did fucking Taekwondo. I did, um, what's the other thing I did? I did uh, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I did Muay Thai. 
and I just did, did my own, you know, I never went into a dojo for too long of a time, you know, I just, six months here, eight months there, I got trained by some super fucking cool people, I got trained by fucking uh, one of the Gracies, you know, oh, I, yeah. got, I got, Hoist Gracies, a legend, yo, for real, so, you know, uh, I got my son into it because I didn't want my son fucking being picked on the way I was. And there was a party. We that went was like to. the Ken Shamrock days of uh, yes, UFC. Yes. Yeah. So the early days. Right. So, um, you know, I mean, I, I was a street fighter straight right. up. So if you want to call that MMA, you call that MMA. You know, I could take two guys, three guys if I had to. You know, today, I don't think I'd be able to. I'd fucking just shoot them. You know, right. I'm going to be honest with you. I'd, I'd, <laughs> you know, I, I, I could give one good fucking haymaker. And if I don't crack your fucking jaw... I'm going to have to fucking shoot you in the head. <laughs> I'll take my chances with the Florida fucking state Right, you can't be going no uh, 10 rounds, three nah. minutes a piece. Yo, dude, for real, I tried to. Like, I went to the gym. I tried to do the bag. Yo, I was dead in five fucking minutes. Right. You know, like, it is what it is. So I got my kid into this karate thing, and he could take care of him fucking self. And, you know, I was proud to see him, you know, like, not fucking be bullied. Because I took him right. to a party. He got bullied. And that's why I put him in karate, break, break him out of that shell. I I, I I didn't want to teach him my dirty pool, but I started I ended up teaching him my my dirty pool, <laughs> and then I put him in the fucking uh, the McDonald's of uh, uh, Tiger Showman's karate. That's the McDonald's of fucking uh, karate schools. Is okay? it really? Yeah, because it's just it's all it's all bullshit, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I put him in there and fucking uh, trying to teach you structure and yeah, stuff, you know, no, not no, to be a killer. No, this, this teacher was a dick. This was, he was really? a real dick. He kept picking on this one kid like. He was a star pupil, and all the other kids had to pick up the slack. And I got pissed the fuck off, and I said, yo, you know, Sensei, what's up? And he's like, oh, you got to show me respect when you come to my dojo. So I just took off my fucking shoes, oose, bent in front of him. I was like, yo, I'm going to fuck you up. Right in front of your students. I said, yo, why Why is my son still a fucking white belt? I'm like, he's a high red in another school. I said, and I bring him over here, and you fuck... You're not even teaching him shit fucking jujitsu. You're teaching him fucking bullshit karate. Like, you're yeah. supposed to be in MMA school. So... You know, long story short, some guy saw that I was getting, like, fucking really loud inside. He was off-duty cop, pulled me to the side. He's like, look, I can tell you're from New York. You're not from Jersey. He goes, and it was, this was in Wayne, right? Oh, I'm fucking man. 23, you know? Yeah, I know what it is. Yeah, <laughs> so I know where Wayne is. I was all like, yo. I was like, It's I, another nice town, nice neighborhood, yeah, and rich houses. A lot of, a lot of mobsters, too. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, he pulled me out. He was like, yo, just calm your shit. He shows me his badge. He goes, this guy is a douche. He goes, just sign your kid out. And I was just like, I signed him out. They tried to sue me for the year because I signed the contract. I went to the doctor. The doctor wrote a fucking letter. He's got a heart condition. You know, go fuck You're done. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done You're with done. this guy. Yeah. And I, I ran, I'd run into him on 23 here and there at the five guys fucking burger joint. And he'd look at me. I'd be like, you want to step outside? I'll fuck you up. I don't care that you're this third, This is my dojo degree. now, pig. Yeah, I'm like, you want to step outside? <laughs> fuck you the fuck up, man. Wow. But, you know, my son got to see me get loud a few times, but he's never gotten to see that side of me. So you're up in Bloomingdale, right? You're boring up. as fuck. You're, you're boring I spent about seven, seven years there. I spent. Not a lot of good uh, pizza pizzerias up there. There's not well, much Well, there was one. It was called Pizza One. Okay. And they were pretty close, but no cigar. You know, yeah. it, I mean, they had the water, which that makes a big difference. You right, know? right. You know right. that. You know that here. Yeah. Same shit. You know, pizza ain't pizza. You know, it's different. Except the Verrazano's. Yeah, the Verrazano's <laughs> is official. Check yeah. it out. Shout outs to Dig, setting all of this up, initiating yeah. the conversation. Yeah, that was that was nice of him, the man. Initiation. He just, we started shooting yeah. shit because he's from Staten uh, Island, yeah. and yeah. we just like I, I I met him at a barbershop. The minute he started talking, I said, you from New York? And he's just like, yeah, you too? Well, where, where at? You know, he's like, Staten Island. I'm like, Queens. We just headed off from there. He goes, I got a pizzeria, threw me a business card. 
Uh, I've been I've been a fucking loyal customer ever since. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah, he's a cool dude. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Yeah. Um, when did you get when did you get diagnosed with cancer? Is that while you were up in Jersey? Yeah. In, in the Bloomingdale there. Yeah. Um, I got I had a, uh, stage two when I was in Queens. I had it removed and everything was cool. And I was always going to the, to the uh to the doctor and stage uh, two is a serious thing. Did yeah, you, but they they lucky they they yanked it out and it was you know. Oh, you caught it. You caught, caught it, it early. Good. Yeah. Good. And then after, you know, like my son was born and all of that, I started getting a little sloppy. You know, I, I come to vacation here in Florida four times a year. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a condo on Siesta Key. And beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful beach. Yeah. Beautiful. So we'd go there White and we'd, we'd hit fucking Orlando for three days. And then we'd hit, uh, you know, Tampa. We'd hang out. I, I, my godparents are here. We don't, we don't talk anymore. But, you know, my godparents are here. And uh, so we'd, we'd visit them. We'd do like a two-week thing. I'd pull them out of school. I didn't give a flying fuck. And um, right. I kind of got a little lazy with the uh, going to the doctor and getting, you know, scoped. And right, right. I didn't get scoped for like three years. And uh, something was telling me something's up. I went, I got scoped, and they... Uh, they were they, like, yeah. It, it's stage three. Whoa. Yeah. It came back. Came back. Strong. Yeah. Same fucking motherfucking place. Wow. Like a, came back a millimeter. Strong. Yeah, it was a pro-plastic tumor. Wow. So they removed it. I went like... Within a span of six months, like three or four times to get you know scoped. They didn't do like they chemo didn't want or nothing. Yeah, after they put me on, um, they put me on some kind of new chemo where they put this machine on top of you. Wow. They give you a shot in the arm, dude. I I lost taste. Wow. I tasted metal for like eight months. Oh. Uh, like you got a fucking roll of nickels in your mouth. I swear oh, to God, it felt like fuck. I was always chewing on spoons. Uh, uh, I couldn't taste watermelon. I couldn't oh taste. Oh my God! The only thing I could really taste was chocolate milk, but it was a hint. Right. A hint. Right. Um, I was puking all the time. Uh, my ex at the time was, you know, she was having an affair. That's all I'm gonna say. Right. It was. Right. A, it was a really fucked up situation. Because it was all happening at once. At once. It's like having the rug pulled out from. But under if you, you, but if there was one man who could get through this stage three, it definitely had to been you because of just well, the things you've gone through well, mentally. I'm, a, I'm saying listen, mentally. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, this was a a real fuck up for me. Like I I wanted to commit suicide. I really right. did because everything that happened at once, and my son to look at me, and my son to make me protein shakes. Kids like fucking what eight. You know, nine. He's making me pro. This kid like looked at me as I'm God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just wanted to go in the basement and put the nine in my mouth and just fucking blow my brains out because I was losing fucking dramatic weight. I went from like two fifty four to like a buck eighty. Wow. Because the chemo fucks you up, man. Yeah. You know, and I, I went from. Did uh, you start losing hair? That must have been. No, tough. that's the only thing. I didn't lose hair, but like my hair. That head is strong. Well, yeah, that is like strong the Bosnian up there. head, he's Bosnian the, Serb head. He's got the strong head. But um, the thing that fucked me up was just that, like, I colored my hair. I've been coloring my hair since I'm like late twenties, because I just in my family everybody goes gray quick, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I touched it up today for you guys, you know. Thank you. Make it look good. Thank you. But um, the kid having the kid look at you like that must have been he, some of the toughest things you had to do. Because I cried. I cried. You care so much about the kid, and you know how he views you. Yeah. He views you as a superhero to him. Yeah, and so I to was see to the him. superhero crumbling and in front of him. I'm, I'm going to say straight up, you know, thanks to God, uh, thanks to my son for being yeah. the for being the kid that he is. Right. You know, I was nothing like him when I was a kid. You know, right. in the beginning stages, yeah, I was you, that yeah, nice but kid. He had, you know? Yeah, but he, but, but give yourself some credit because he has 
a guy yeah. that raised him, yeah. that knew what it was like to have a child, and and no one loved that child. You felt but that. I'm going to tell you, you something. You, you, you I, went through that. I went through all of that, but I'm going to tell you something. I wasn't ready to be that stay-at-home dad. But no that. one is. No one's well, ready to be a well, father. Be honest, you know, listen, you, you, you I was ready, right listen, into Listen, I was ready to be a dad, but I thought I was going to be that dad that came home for two hours and, hey, how you doing, son? Take him out this, take him out the games, whatever. My ex put him in my lap after 30 days. And she goes, this motherfucker cries too much. I can't take him. You know, wow. I, I want to go back to work. And needless to say, now I know why, you know, she wanted to go back to work. Right. But right. I had no choice. I had to raise this kid. So I did. I stepped up to the plate. I, I didn't go hustle for a bit. A lot of men don't do that. Well, you know, listen, you, I'm going to be honest with you. A lot you. of men. Don't. I grew my childhood that I didn't have, that, that abusive thing and all of that shit that I went through. Mm -hmm. I gave my son everything like i just to make him laugh was my goal yeah i don't give a fuck that he had colic for three months and he was crying i was only sleeping 45 minutes i couldn't hit the gym i couldn't do whatever i didn't care that i couldn't go to the coffee places and you know dude people knew i was being a stand-up guy i was i was right maybe that's why bobby glasses saw that you know yeah. um but i'm gonna be honest trying to fight for your kid yeah you know? and i i did what i did and that kid looked at me as mom and dad because my ex only was home like uh, two in the morning, three in the morning, and she didn't do fucking shit. She didn't get up no fucking three three a.m. feedings. You know, I was doing everything, so I did everything that I didn't get a chance to have. I became that father that I never had, right. and, I, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I can't understand how my dad was jealous of me. To be jealous of your own fucking son, that's crazy. And I could tell you stories. Motherfucker tried to have me fired. I worked with him. Tried to have me fired because I was doing a better job than him. Wow. All right. Uh, he knew I had a reputation in the streets. He'd go and start shit in these little social clubs, knowing that these people are going to call me up, knowing that I'm going to show up five five motherfuckers deep. You know? Right, It'd right. be like guns drawn. I'm ready to go, bro. You know? That's my dad. Once they found out that was my dad, like, he got one guy. The guy called me up, and he goes, yo, you got to come here. Your dad's acting a fool. I walk in. This guy's got an Armani suit on. It's fucking all wet with alcohol. I go, what happened? He goes, lucky he's your dad. And lucky that I know that. He threw the fucking beer across the fucking bar and the fucking hits me. And I'm about to go out partying and I get my suit. I was like, yo, I got you dry cleaning, you know. And he's just like, nah, I'm just telling you, keep your fucking dad home. So I take my fucking dad home. What do you think he does? Goes to another fucking club, starts talking shit. Why? You know who my son is? You know who my... Why? And starts talking shit just to get me to get fucking, you know, a phone call to fucking show up, you know. My, look, I didn't want my son to see this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my son met his grandfather. There was nothing there. Like he, it was like a, hey, how you doing? He gave him twenty bucks and he fucking walked away drinking his fucking alcohol. And I saved my dad's ass so many times that I didn't have to. I didn't talk to my dad for six fucking years, um, because he spit in my fucking face. I came to him and tell him that I got cancer. I'm getting divorced. I'm losing the house. I'm, I'm probably gonna have to end up moving. I can't live in Queens because the second after I had that cancer. Um, you know, I, you know, the divorce was going, I had to give up the house in Jersey. I gave it to the fucking bank. I wasn't going to let the ex get it. Right. So I moved back to my apartment building in Queens and, you know, I was warned because I started getting, dipping my finger in the pond again. I was warned. Like, you know, a guy came up to me, Vito, and was like, yo, what's up? He just got out, did a federal bid. He goes, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. He goes, dude, I know what you're doing. He goes, if I know, you don't think the rats out there know? He goes, who do you think put me, Bobby, and this one and that? He goes, 44 guys just all got locked up in the last four or five years. What do you fucking think? And I'm like, yeah. What? He goes, look, 
I'm going to give you a piece of advice. If I know, everybody knows. Right. You know, Bobby warned you a few times. Maybe this life ain't for you. You got a kid. You want to see that kid through a plate glass window? And, you know, that's where the, you know. Wake up call. Wake up call. So I kept asking my son. I know you keep drawing pictures of Florida, this and that. It's like, is that where you want to go? Because I fucking hate Florida. I like it as vacationing. Right. But I, I just, you know, the mentality down here was... You yeah. know how it is. It's it's, it's very different. hard. It took me years to get used to it. It's different. But now now that I'm used to it, it took me I, years to get used to the heat. Yeah, it was that's so hot. Like yeah. everywhere I went, man, I couldn't breathe. You can't I'm like, breathe. You're fucking. On, you know, yeah. you're sweating balls all the time. Sweating bullets everywhere. You got to be go. everywhere. It's like from your car to a fucking AC joint. Yeah. You know, everything's got to be AC'd. I can't walk. Like I, you know, like when I went to sell my shit back in New York, living here two fucking years. Not seeing anybody walking on the streets, you know, maybe a couple of people waiting for a bus, very few. Yeah. You know how it is. You need a car for everything here. Yeah. I go yeah. back to fucking New York and it's 10,000 10, people walking three, on the- Three, four buses run all day here. Yeah, You're like, yeah. hey, come on, Over man. Over there, it's like bus after bus, yeah. traffic. Yo, I had an anxiety attack. I was like, when is this house closing going to be over and I can get the fuck out of here? Meanwhile- And that I, was the apartment building? That's that the apartment were? building, yeah. I had to get rid of it. I just, dude, you know, you can't live in Florida and have an apartment building in New York. Unless you're gonna pay somebody to take care and of it at I, that I, point, why? Yeah, and I can't do that, yeah. you know. And then leave, and to leave my mom's by herself in New York, and she's old. She got two new knees. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She she falling down a lot. You know, diabetes, heart disease, the whole shit. So I brought her with me, you know, and she's with me. You know, she's painting my ass, but she with me. You know, it, it is what it is. You know, shout outs to mom. Yeah, shout outs to my mom. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I'm at that point, like being 53, she's 73. We could talk, you know, like my right. mom has asked me about my past life. Right. She knew it. She she didn't say shit when I gave her a thousand here, two thousand there. She never said nothing. I had my legit job, you know, I had my benefits coming in, you know, uh, and I did a case on that because I fell down these fucking steps at work. This fucking dumbass fucking newbie that came in who wanted to try to grab the buffing machine. I told him, don't touch it. You do what I tell you. You mop up, you know, Yeah. and he fucking just grabbed the machine. I, I grabbed it. He, he tried to do a comp thing. I saw it coming. And I grabbed the machine. I went down a flight of fucking steps through my fucking back out. So now I got a fused disc in my back, L4, L5. I'm fucking, I'm done. I got a disability right. pension. Right. I'm fucking done for shit. Once that disability pension, you know, kicked in and all of that, and I done, you know, I, yeah, I could stay home and take care of my kid. And I, and I did. I, I, I wasn't going to argue. But right. like I said, I, I kept dipping my finger in the pond. I had to come back to Queens. There was no way this neighborhood that I grew up in is the same neighborhood. It's and this not. is when you let that you leave Jersey. I leave Jersey, and go you to go Queens, back to Queens, I go and back you go to in the building that is your building. Right, and I kicked you get out a tenant. Spot. I, yeah, I kicked out the fucking tenant, and I fucking uh, they they moved in like forty five days. They were cool people, and I moved into a. I went from twenty seven hundred square square feet and an acre of land to five hundred and fifty five square feet. Whoa. Yeah, I was one bedroom, one fucking bedroom, one bed, bed next to bed, a big fucking screen for the kid. You know, he, he's yeah. got all the PlayStation shit, you know, yeah, yeah. everything that fell off a truck. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's like it is. I'm sorry, yeah. but really, really funny story. When I bought the house in Jersey, one of my boys calls me up. And he goes, hey, you need TVs? And I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, I do need TVs. He goes, <laughs> exactly. He goes, what do you need? Like two? I'm like, no. I go, I started counting all the bedrooms, the guest rooms. You know, yeah. I was like, I need like eight. And he goes. <laughs> Well, I got 15. I said, I'll take them all. I'll sell the rest. You know, I got yeah. rid of them things in a fucking week, man. I went to the gym. It was like, anybody want a TV for 1800 
And they were going back then for like four thousand dollars. The you know Samsung LEDs, yeah. real micro thin. Yeah. Yo, so I still got one. My mom's got it in her room. That shit's hey. still cranking after all these years. That's you know? what's up. But um. Like I said, I was the go-to guy. You know, like yeah. uh, everybody knew me for something. If you needed something, you'd call me up. I'd make a phone call. I'd make it happen for you. You knew a guy. Yeah, and I, get, and I would get blessed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I wasn't, you know, like like all these other guys. I wasn't so heavy into the mob life that I fucking shot fucking people on command or fucking, you know, ran numbers or any of that shit. The shit that I did that I'm not going to talk about, right, uh, right. I'm going to leave a dead horse where it is, dead. <laughs> but, right. you know, going back to Queens... It was the hardest thing. Quick story. Guy that I saw growing up, and all of a sudden, he uh, I seen him, and I, I, hey, what's up, little Vinny? Don't call me little Vinny, you know? And I'm like, yo, relax, man. Slow your roll, I you know? I remember you when you was this yeah, big. Yeah, when you were in fucking diapers. I used to put 20s in your fucking diaper. Get the fuck out of here, you know? Yeah. And he's trying to act all fucking juiced up, you know? Yeah. And that's when my fucking son saw it. Yeah, I turned around. I was like, yo, you embarrassing me in front of my son. Yo, fuck you and your son. Whoa. Yo, I was like, boom. Whoa! And I picked him up. He he fell down. I picked him the fuck up. I said, "You you do what you gotta do," because I know what's gonna happen. You're a nice guy, you know. So I picked him the fuck up. I said, "You do what you gotta do." Yeah, I knew it right away. I get a phone call. Yo, Pedge, you you back in town already? You start in trouble. Meet us at the cafe. So I go to this other cafe that I don't know who the fuck is in charge. Who's the who's the captain? So I walk by and I'm seeing all these faces looking at me like, "Yo, I'm I'm like walking like." On plastic tarp, like on you the know? plank, you walk yeah. in the plank. Yeah. <laughs> so I get to the back and I see this guy that I know, you know, and I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" You know, and what's going on, Joe? And he's just like, "Hey, you know, you fucking smacked my fucking nephew for no reason. You know, I'm a made guy. You don't do that." I go, "Whoa!" I go, "I can get Johnny. I can get this one. I can get all these guys to vouch for me." This fucking kid told me to go fuck myself and fuck my son. I said, because I, I called him Lil Vinny, whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah. And he goes, that's not what I heard. I'm like, oh, really? I was like, you're going to listen to your little fucking bean shooting fucking, you know, nephew? I said, I laid him out because I got to make my bones again. How many fucking years I gave you people? How many years I had to, you know, cement my, my fucking reputation in the fucking streets, you know? Yeah. I go, fuck this shit. I go, do what you need to fucking do. I go, I'll, I'll get a sit down. I don't give a fuck, you know? I go, I've had sit downs for stupid shit. You know, yeah, yeah. I was like, shit that I know I did wrong. You know, yeah. I go, this I didn't do wrong. I have every fucking right. He disrespected me. Right. So he comes in, they, you know, forces us to shake hands, whatever. This kid didn't fucking like me, you know? Yeah. And as I walked out, I told him, I said, look, you could end this now or you could end it six feet under if I have to go that way. I go, I'm, I'm not going to be looking over my shoulder all the time. Right. You know? So you guys it, squashed that up. We squashed it, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you honestly, there was always like that, you know, where I'm going up and down the Ave. You know, I'd see him or one of his crews or whatever, you know. Hey, we give me, like, they give me the stink eye, you know. And I started to have to carry a gun again, which I promised I never would. And I started to, you know. Um, so around about this time yeah. is the time where you really, really I, started to think about moving out of Queens I, I literally, good. when I got sick with cancer, there was no more hustling. Okay, yeah. and I came back. I didn't know what else to do to make extra money. You know, the, that fucking pension check ain't fucking shit. So I, I started to dip the finger. Uh, I, get, I got the warning. I just closed up shop real quick. You know, I didn't want to like step on anybody's toes. You know, being being away seven years and then doing shit in Jersey. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. running, running around like by the Costello Park area. With, you know, yeah, with all the, yeah, where all the fucking coffee shops are and all of that. Once I got the vouch there... 
you know, I did what I did. You know, I hung out with some Colombians. I did what I had to do. A lot of Cubans in the area, you know. So, I, you know, you would be surprised that Patterson and Bushwick and New York and Queens is how, how connected they are. You know, all the chop shops are connected together. Everybody's connected, you know. Yeah. In my younger days, I boosted cars, you know. I did all of this shit. I mean, like, it is what it is, man. You know, I'm, I'm lucky to be alive. The cancer I beat. Uh, I got through the divorce. Uh, met a new girl. You know, like quickly right after, like on a fluke. I wasn't even ready to meet anybody. And I met my, my girl Jay now, like on a fluke. Right. Bumped into her, disrespected her. <laughs> like I went to school, pick up my kid. I was talking to a friend. I just cut her like, it's like, yo, excuse me. You know, and she's all like, who's this fucking dick? You know, yeah. and I'm all like, yo, she said it in my language. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? You? Did you know I speak Serbian? She goes, what? She goes like she didn't know like she you know she thought wow. she was, thought you was some fucking dumb guinea you know I'm like yeah. ah like what the fuck you know and then she heard my name she goes well that name sounds familiar I'm like well I'm known she goes yeah right you know fuck you like she was like a little wise ass you know yeah, yeah. and she still is a little wise ass but you know you love her <laughs> that's you know? why you that's why you love her. yeah I mean she look spicy she, listen she knows me she know she's seen me yo she's she's gone fucking back to back with me here in Florida I've had some 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 instances here where I've had to fucking duke it out or put my hands up. She gets right in the middle. She's a feisty little bitch, you know? <laughs> she gets right in the middle flinging her fucking Michael Kors around. Like, <laughs> she can take care of herself, you know? No doubt, no but, doubt. But, um, yeah, man, so I met her, uh, and it kind of sucked that I met her right right where I'm, like, getting ready to come to fucking Florida, you know? Yeah. And I keep telling her, I'm coming to Florida, I'm coming to Florida. I'm getting out of here. I'm she, blowing this popsicle and joint. I went, I came down here in May of 2016 to rent an apartment. Because nobody was helping me out. I have a couple of friends that live here. Nobody was fucking looking. One guy looked and he goes, yeah, I got you a couple of complexes and I moved on North McMullen, you know, up in Safety Harbor. Mm -hmm. So Nice area. Yeah, beautiful area. I did it because of the schools. I wanted to keep my kid in a good school system, right. you know. So, uh, you know, Palm Harbor, Safety Harbor, that area. I wanted to stay away from downtown Clearwater, all of that shit. You know, I didn't want to go to fucking Clearwater High and all of that, you know. Right. I wanted to start them right. So I came down, got the apartment. I paid fucking like three, four months up in advance, um, <clears throat> drove the truck down. She took a drive with me, drove the truck down, first fucking load of furniture, rented out the apartment upstairs. Um, I lived with my mom in the basement. My mom had the whole entire basement. That was originally my apartment. Uh, I lived with my mom for the next couple of months, and I kept telling my girl, I'm leaving, I'm leaving, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. So, you know, came time July, got the truck ready. I said, you can come, you know, stay with me for a bit, see if you like it. And, you know, a couple of, she stayed a month. We kind of like had a couple of, you know, arguments, whatever. We weren't feeling each other out. I, I, I just did a rebound, married 20 years. Yeah. It, you're never fucking ready, you know, especially after fucking uh, the way it ended, you know, like yeah. for me, like that, that was like the biggest betrayal, you know? Yeah. And uh, having the cancer, that was always in the back of my mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I just... I don't like, know. is it going to happen again? Is it going to... I'm going to tell you, I had a scare. I had a scare again here in Florida where I... The doctor tells me, come back every two and a half years. And I'm like, yo, my man, I had a proplastic tumor. I should be doing this shit every 12 months to 16 months. So I I went in and, you know, he gave me that scare where we, we found two polyps. And I'm like, well, okay, how is it? He goes, well, we'll let you know when the results come in. You know, longest five days of your fucking life, you know, waiting for those results to come in. You know, it's scary as shit, bro. I, you know, shit bullets, man. Like, and uh, it is what it is. The nurse called me and he goes, yo, I saw how nervous you were. He goes, I got the results. I know the doctor didn't call you yet. He goes, 
they're all five millimeter polyps, but they're fucking benign. You know, when I heard the word benign, I was just like, oh, thank you, Jesus. And then I told the guy, if you were, you know, if I was gay, and I'd suck your dick. You know, I'm <laughs> so like, thank you so much for like giving me this good news, you know? And he was laughing. He goes, I go, that's just me. That's my character, you know? Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. think I'm gay. I'm not, you know, I don't swing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I just, I was just, you know, for this guy to look out, call me, you know, a couple days early. Uh, God bless this motherfucker, you know? Yeah. And now I go on a regular and they found another pro-plastic fucking four, four, uh, not four centimeter, four, four millimeter polyp, you know, in the crack of my fucking intestine. So I, I gotta, I gotta ease up on the red meat, you know, but when you got guns, you know, like this, yeah, you yeah, gotta, you gotta, you gotta eat that, you gotta feed them. You, you gotta, gotta feed them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah, man. So, uh, my son knows about my past life. He's 17. Uh, you can only hide talking about Uncle Frankie, Uncle Johnny, Uncle Joey, Uncle so Vito. Long. So long. And he goes, Dad, how come I never see these motherfuckers like they just send an envelope, you know, for my birthday? It's because they're not your fucking uncles, you know? Like I was just speaking to my to my boy Johnny the other day. He's 69. He got cancer. Uh, he, you know, God, you know, God bless him that he's still doing the chemo thing, but it's he's keeping it maintained for the last couple of years. Right. But he's he's out there running still, sixty nine years old, still doing the game. You know what I'm saying? The thing is, the mob ain't what it was. You know, yeah. all all of that shit. Like down here, I notice who's running shit down here. You know, right. and uh, it's it's there's no structure no more like it was. And if there is anybody up there that's that's doing it in New York like they were, it's quiet as hush. They got legit businesses and they're hiding their shit. I don't know what they're doing. Right. I still keep in touch with a lot of guys. I'm not going to mention names because they're still in the game. Um, you know, God bless them. But, you know, I send out love to everybody that still talks to me. You know who you are. You still talk to me. Yeah. So the guys that are we talking to, that's the love I'm sending. I don't want to mention names. I'm not going to blow up anybody's fucking shit. Oh, they know. You don't have to mention names. How are we doing they on know. time? They know. Yeah, I mean, we're... We're uh, good? We're at ten. We're, we're yeah. We're at the we're at the limit. Yeah. Right so uh, yeah, we're at the but, limit. We're yeah, probably gonna so, wrap things up. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, it was an incredible show, man. I had an incredible yeah, time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like you know, I, I for you, I'd I'd come back and talk a little bit more if you ever wanted me to. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, I don't want to do I don't want to do any more of this kind of thing. Yeah. No. Next time you this, come by, maybe we do a yeah, different show. Yeah, we do this, a different. Different this, topics. This for me was just like, you, you know, know, me getting shit off my chest like a therapy thing. Yeah. And I've done a few other podcasts. Uh, I keep talking about the same shit over and over. I don't want to sound yeah, like... Yeah, but you know what? You're you're thinking about starting a new podcast. Yes. Right? What's the name of that? It's gonna That's going to be called The Mood Lounge Show. It's you guys got to look out for this as yeah. soon as Pedge Tattoos yeah. gets the ball rolling. And it ain't going to be a mob thing. It's going to be me being me, yeah. the character that people like love to fucking hate. Yeah. So I'll do a fucking topic... And if I go off that topic and I start doing imitation, because I'm fucking phenomenal at imitations, yeah. I do, I do, I do uh, Al Pacino, I do Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sly, uh, I do Bane from fucking Batman, I do, hey. you know, I do everything, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. If I watch a character enough on TV, I pick it up and I start doing do, uh, it. You Sylvester know Stallone, there. Hey, hey, Adrian, me and Butkus, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, hey, I, hey. I do it. It's just, it's a thing because I was right. a latchkey kid. Right. So. That's my thing. It's going to be me and my son, but I'm going to have featured guests from time to time. I'd That's love for up. you to come. I would you know love to be there. Let I'd me like know. to ask you about you know, your fucking background. Yeah, let me um, know. I'm going to have another guy that did the punk rock scene for 20 years. Ooh. Tell me some fucking crazy stories about CBGBs and the wow. Rainbow Room and wow. you know, shit like that. 
Um, and it's you gonna know, be wild, man. So you yeah. guys look out for the Mood Lounge, man. Yeah, it's gonna come it's out, coming. and um, it's coming. It'll probably be coming out in like two months, three months. I want to do a couple of like dry runs. Yeah, I just want to get my flow. Of course, because it's not gonna be this mobster flow. You know, no, it's it's not no. gonna be my gangster thing. Yeah, it's gonna be me being funny, me be being laid a jerk off, me being a fucking dick. That's it. <laughs> me being a dick and making everybody laugh. And I hope that I, you know, get enough viewers and subscribers. And, right. And I hope that, you know, I could build up a little thing where it can keep me fucking occupied. Maybe give my son a foot in the fucking door because right. me and my son, we roll off each other. So right. all day long, we just like shit and giggles. Yeah, all day. Yeah, yeah. And you've seen my son at the pizzeria when he comes in. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. just roll off each other. And all day, fuck, like, I'll give you a quick story. I t taught him that punch buggy thing where you see a fucking Volkswagen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they stopped making them. All of a sudden, I see him everywhere, and my son is just like, punch buggy. I'm like, yo, fuck you, man. You're getting annoying with this shit, you know? So, yeah, like, you're the one who started it. Yeah, and he's like, well, you started it, dad. I'm like, fuck you. Stop calling yeah. me dad. Like, you know, you know, like he's doing this American thing with Serbians. He's supposed to call me something else, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's like me. What do you say to you? Tata, you know? Tata. So he calls me Tata, but like when he's around his boys, he's like, yo, dad. you're dead, you know? My father. I'm so like, pop. fuck. I'm like, I told him, I say, you get married. And have kids i don't want to hear your kids call me fucking pop pop i'm gonna fucking pop pop them across the fucking face man i said i want them yeah. to call me like the serbian way yeah. deda deda you know yeah, yeah. I, that's what i ate you know i'm i'm aching for that him to get well, i don't want to get get married now but right, right. when he gets married and i get grandchildren i want to hold them on my lap so i'm teaching them you know what i fucking taught him you know like i think for i did sure. i think i did a good job with him and you know it sounds like you did an incredible we job. have we have a relationship which most your people here, you know, they don't have that relationship with their kid. They just let 100%. their kid go out and do their thing. Yeah. My son looks for my approval on everything. He's good in school. Uh, he's a sarcastic motherfucker just like me, so that's why we roll yeah. off so well. I was well. just going to say, you know, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. He, dude, he's got jokes like, sometimes I got to give him a fist pump. I'm like, yo. That was that a was, good one. That was ingenious, bro. That was like, a good one. Like, where'd you come up with that? Yeah. He's just like, I, I follow you, you know. I'm like, <laughs> all right, it's good, you know. Yeah. So, the yeah, foundation of funniness. So, so hopefully that show will come out. And uh, oh, yeah. if, it, you know, if it works, it works. I'm going to give it a shot. If I get only 10 fucking viewers... So what? You just keep doing it I'm because do you're it. doing it for you. Yeah, I'm doing you, it for you, the... You and the kid are having yeah, fun. That's yeah. all that really matters. Yeah, I got all my gear. Off. I'm going to start doing some dry runs, and from there, we take it from there. And if it takes off, it takes off, If man. it don't, it don't. Um, I just wanted to touch on on, on, on the life, man. The life that this gentleman uh, was involved in. Uh, not many people make it out. You heard yeah, his stories. I don't stories. wish anybody to be in this life, bro. You, you, you heard his stories. Some people made it out and came and, and talked to him and gave him some good advice and uh a lot you know, of people didn't a lot of people ended up in jail for life a lot of people ended up murdered yeah i mean this this type know. of life will consume you i don't want to claim that it's the easy way out but it's different from a nine to five everybody's just trying to find their way in the crazy life that we're living man and if you put the effort that you put into being negative yep. into being positive 100. there's nothing that you cannot do 100. okay so my advice to anyone that's struggling right now my advice advice to you would to be to put your effort your thoughts your passions your love and everything that you want good to happen to you speak it breathe it uh believe it yeah. and do positive don't follow the pack do not do negative yeah man. don't follow the For pack because listen look i had money flowing out my pockets i used to have five g's in my pocket at all time i don't got five g's in my pocket where that money go easy come easy go yeah, that's, man, that's that life bro thing, that's yeah. that life and uh, be honest with you you have to go out 
spend time in cafes and titty bars and, you know, restaurants and pick up tabs all the time just to make another connection. Dude, you're, you're blowing two, three Gs a night yeah. just to fucking hope to get a little fucking tidbit for 500, you know? That's not the way to fucking be. But you don't think about it when you're in that life. Because when you're right. in it, you just get consumed. Yeah, you so, get consumed listen, by the adrenaline. If you don't have a father figure, if you don't have a brother, you don't have somebody, if you got a friend's father that you look up to, weasel your way in there, man. Like, just try to set yourself away from these people. Because today's kids are fucking dumb as sticks, man. I'm telling you honestly, like, I see the kids that some of my son, you know, he hangs out with. They're just fucking dumb as sticks, man. They just. They're stupid. They're smoking weed. They're like, okay, I did the same shit, but right. they're like sneaking it in the fucking bathroom in school, vaping that shit. You know, nah. it's look, look, just, federal charge. If you if 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 you guys aren't aware of this or not right now, vaping with the uh, medical marijuana or marijuana in general, vaping in them pens is a federal charge yeah. because they're looking at it federally as you manipulated the marijuana. It's not the bud itself. You're yeah. better off in Florida smoking the bud, having less than a half an ounce on you, so none of it's a federal charge. They dump it on the ground. They send you a ticket like you walked without a crosswalk, and on you go. All right. I mean, drug one hundred and one. He's giving hey, you. He's giving you, know, you all fucking drug one hundred and one. That's what you little, need to do if you're going to do it. I know a little something. We need about to do a, we need to do a pot show. <laughs> <laughs> we could just say not do it. You know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could just said just don't do it. Literally, but if you're going to do it, half an ounce and just walk in and you know just like play stupid and just don't you know <laughs> don't be a hundred yards from the school. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah. And you know? don't and also don't be five hundred feet from a park because here we go and don't. Drive a white van and don't grow a porn stash. <laughs> you know, I know a little bit about a little something. You know, maybe on yeah. the next epi that me and you yeah, have on the move most lounge, definitely. I, could... I, I have a good time talking to you. I mean, we talk on the phone on a regular, and uh, we just You're bounce cool off cat. each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, yeah. we bounce off each other, man. You're a cool know? cat, man. I like that. You know. Yeah. So I mean, we could do something else. I, I see you got a couple of conspiracy. You're an things. easy guy to talk to, man. Just don't whack me. Oh fuck, that <laughs> shit is done, bro. I'm like, I'm so Florida <laughs> now. It's retarded. Man. I'm just like, I mean, I, I, I like when I walk, I still got that New York fucking flair. Yeah. I, you know, I look over my shoulder. I don't care how Florida I'm ever gonna be. I'm uh, telling you this right now. I never wear flip. Do you hear me? You never wear what? I'm never flip gonna flops? wear. I'm never gonna wear flip flops and socks. Do you hear right. me, dude? I don't wear. I'm never you know, gonna do I, that. I, I, wear, right? I wear Crocs. All right. I'm never gonna I've been, do that. I've been spotted in Walmart with Crocs on and a tracksuit. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, bro. I got bad arches, man. Right? Crocs is comfortable as fuck, but flip flops? <laughs> fuck that, bro. Bro, I be seeing people walking around with flip flops with socks on, man. Yo, you know what cracks me up the most? Fucking kids be out here with during the winter, be like 42 degrees outside. Fucking shorts, socks up to their fucking knees, and flip flops. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck's up with that? Come on, Florida. Man, Listen, when you got flip flops on, leave the socks at home, okay? Yo, for and real. if your feet are too damn cold, put the socks on, slip them in the put shoes, man. Yeah, put whatever, what man. Are you doing? I mean, crock it, man. Hit them with the crocs, we should do, man. We should don't... do another episode on how stupid Florida That's is. That's crazy. I mean, I love living here. You know, Listen, no mass mandate and all of that. Florida, I love Florida. I came right. at the right time because everything's booming now. All these fucking New Yorkers right. and Californians are coming, buying everything up. My right. property Just went stop up. stop coming to Dunedin, all right? Yeah, if you're please. you're from Jersey, you're from New York, you're yeah. from Connecticut, and, and, take and that Philly. shit to St. Pete. Yo, yeah, Philly, Philly, a lot of St. Pete. Yo, Dunedin's filled with people from just Philly, leave, Just leave Dunedin alone. I love Dunedin, man. The little ice cream shop down there. You got the little train car. You got the Pinellas County Trail. It's yeah. fucking lot, cute. And a lot of gays downtown. 
Well, look, <laughs> that's a whole nother Jerry Springer show. We're going to cut it off there because there we, we uh, you know, we, we want to leave some some uh, food there still on the plate for you yep, guys to for the next think time. about. For the next time. It was my pleasure, guys. and uh, Thanks for coming down and seeing us, Yeah, I appreciate us, it. And I just hope everybody, you know, gets, gets a kick out of this. You know, gets in a little amusement, got a laugh. Yeah. You know, got to see like you know, you could be you you could get out of this fucking life. You know, what I'm you saying can. you got to just. I had the hardest wake up calls the, ever. The real the real thing is is just try not yeah. to get involved at all. In in in, in don't in, emulate these people because no. let me tell you something. Slinging slinging and and thieving and all of that they ain't gonna get you nowhere but hard time here, especially in Florida. And today everything's on fucking camera, bro. Yeah. It's not what it was fucking twenty years and ago, if the thirty cameras, years ago. And if the camera's not on, you gotta understand this too. And if the camera's not on the corner, all right, it's in somebody's hands. It's that's on right. somebody's yeah. hips, and that's all they need to just yeah. see you For walk real. by at that time. That's For it. Real. It's a dunny bunny, man. That's it. That's Loyalty it. doesn't even mean anything anymore nope. when it's on camera, man. You can't 100%. deny the camera. No, hundred percent. Everything's listen. Everything has changed. It's not what it was. What I grew up with respect. That's gone. Uh, very little respect left. Very um, different. You know, and I got out when I got out. Thank God I got out. Uh, whatever it is, it's a godsend. I'm right. here. You know, this is going to be my life now. You know what I'm right. saying? So I stay home. Right. I go to the gym uh, as frequently as I can. I get For as sure. much ink as I can. You know, I just that's For my sure. thing. Every six months I get ink. I'm working on a chess piece right now. That's what's up. So that's it, man. You know, I just, I hope that I got out to somebody, not as an amusement thing, but, you know, I hope you could walk away from, from this interview knowing that, yeah, it sounds like it's fun. Even but just it's struggling not, in life. Even just struggling in Yo, life. Yo, the struggle's you know I mean? real, and I just... Yeah. Like, you know, what do I got to show for it? I got this fucking, you know, 25 grand worth of gold around my neck. I got a fucking Breitling. A lot of scars. Uh, scars up the ass. Yeah. Mentally. Emotionally. Fucking physically. Yeah. Emotionally. Yeah. It's it's not fucking worth it. You know, it is it is not. Yeah, um, for sure. And, you know. Stay positive. People. Yeah, man. Stay out of fucking trouble, Don't man. lean towards the negative. The work, negative work is hard, the easy, man. man. It's easy to get you know, if angry. You gotta, if you got to hustle two jobs, hustle fucking two jobs, bro. You know? It'll pay off. Man. That's it, man. Yeah, for real. Check us out and look for the next sesh coming nice out, man, on, man. Spotify and YouTube. Check us out, man. All right. Peace out. Peace out. Thanks for session with us today, guys. Check out the description. We got a link tree in there. We're on YouTube now. We got video. Um, we got an Instagram going. The period sesh pod on Instagram. Check us out. Check out the link tree. Feel free to email us. It's all right there. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to subscribe, follow for when the next episode comes out. Appreciate it.